We are giving it away for free today, Smarties. In today's episode, we dig into our number one study hack. It is simple, it is easy, it is effective, and it works across ages, grades, and classes. If you are interested in having your learner work with us in our respective practices, my practice is www.capedtherapy.com, K-A-P-P, and Steph's is myedtherapist.com, M-Y-E-D, therapist.com, and you can sign up for a phone call with us very easily on both of our websites where we can individually tailor the learning strategies and skills for your student in your home. Let's dig in. You want to learn faster, but sometimes working harder is just not the answer. You have to learn smarter. The Educational Therapy Podcast. Hi, Smarties. Welcome to episode 160 of Learn Smarter, the Educational Therapy Podcast. I'm Stephanie Pitts. And I'm Rachel Cap. And today we're talking about our number one study hack. We love this. It's so simple. Yeah. It does require some basic skills from students, which we'll dig into. Students have to be able to attend to what's happening in the classroom, have a sense for sort of the zeitgeist, if you will, Mm -hmm. of the teacher in the classroom. And it can take some time and conscientiousness to sort of develop this skill. But we love this hack so simple. It is so simple, but like you said, it's very important that we are talking about what it is we're doing so that they can start to pay attention when they're actually in the classroom or when the teacher is actually teaching. Mm -hmm. It's a lot harder to sit back and think about these things if you didn't know to be paying attention to them. 100%. I totally agree with that. That's where the metacognition mm-hmm. comes into play and being really strategic. And sometimes we're able to have these conversations with students as we're anticipating mm-hmm. an assessment or a test. And sometimes when we're already in the study phase, we're asking questions and that's when they realize, oh, there was something else here that I could have been paying attention to. Mm-hmm. But it's still informative moving forward in terms of their skills and strategies. Even if they didn't do it for this particular assessment, it is applicable across the board, across genres of learning, across classes, yeah, styles of teachers. Absolutely. Yeah. So enough of the teasing. Yeah. What's the number one study hack, Rach? Using prediction to study. So should we dig into what we're talking about? Yeah. So what we mean by using prediction, it means really paying attention to what is important and what you're going to need to know. So what has the teacher been focusing on? That's really key. It is. There's things in a book that you take social studies, for instance, or history, that the teacher has completely skipped. We don't need to spend time on that. I know that may seem obvious to some of our listeners, but for sure, for some of our learners, that is not intuitive or understood Mm -mm. that if the pages were assigned, their expectation is like, no, I have to be an expert in it. But the teacher never even discussed it in class. If the teacher isn't presenting that information as significant to the entire class, it is very unlikely that it will be on the test. Now, that's not across the board. Some teachers are checking to make sure students have read it, right? But there's a difference between a reading quiz and a 
comprehension quiz, for instance. Right. And for those of you that don't know what that is, a reading quiz is just literally to make sure that they've read it. Mm -hmm. A comprehension quiz is understanding it. Mm -hmm. The reading quiz is just regurgitating. It's not really understanding. It's usually true, false. It's like this was mentioned or the text didn't mention this. Like those types of very, very basic questions. Yeah. And we're talking about middle and high schoolers here for this. Right. Just to be clear. To go back and give an example from my own education, I was always fairly accurate in my ability to sort of predict what, for example, later on in high school or even in college, what the essay question was going to be about. If you paid attention, and obviously we're implying here that students are attending to what's happening in the classroom, that they have good auditory understanding of what's happening, assuming those aren't areas of challenge. And even if they are, we can talk about how to skew within it because just by telling students to start getting strategic about what the teacher is saying is important can give students a targeted area of focus that they're better able to attend to. But going back to my own story, I was always able to predict what the essay questions were going to be about and sort of plan out if I were the teacher, Mm -hmm. what would I ask based off what they focused on? And I could plan out essays according to what I thought the essay question was likely to be. It was fairly accurate. Yeah. And I want to be clear, when you say paying attention, it's not the physical act of paying attention. It's the metacognition of it. Right. It's understanding what is important and what you are going to need to know is really what we're talking about here. And you were looking at themes that your teacher was teaching you. So what are the big themes? What is the teacher asking? What homework assignments or projects are being assigned to dig deeper? What do they keep coming back to? What do they keep referring to? What would be an all-encompassing question that would cover a lot of what you had talked about? And I knew this particular teacher He wasn't trying to trick us. Yeah. So you will have teachers that are trying to trick you, in which case you'd have to tweak this strategy. But there are so many ways to use prediction, as we said, across ages, across learners, across subjects. Yeah. So Steph, let's dig into it. So we wanted to give some real tangibles in this episode of how to do this. The first we've already mentioned, which is having a conversation with learners and asking them, what has the teacher been focusing on? Mm -hmm. Even that question narrows the scope and forces them to think about the material in a different way. And if you have gone back and listened to our study episodes, which we will link in the show notes to this episode, studying is about not just looking at information, but taking the information and doing something with it. So based off what they already know, What has the teacher been focusing on? Mm -hmm. You're already beginning the study process with that question. You really are. And I think there's two things that we're going to talk about. One is we've talked about how you knew what the essay question was going to be. Let's take that a step further. Number one, you have to figure out what the essay question could potentially be or several essay questions. And one of the things that's really important with that is then to answer it. Which I would do. Exactly. So some kids have the ability to know, oh, it's going to be about this, but they don't actually plan out the essay or write an outline prior to the test. 
And this is one of those things. I would write an outline and then I would come up with a mnemonic to remember all the different components. And then I would see the question and I would write the mnemonic out and I'd have essentially an outline ready to go. Yeah, exactly. And you'd remember it and you wouldn't have to sit there and think and formulate your ideas. Then you can focus on just the writing. Mm -hmm. Not that I would recommend this. I used to do this literally on the way to school when my dad would drive me. Yeah. I would sit and just like write it all out and then memorize it in the car. Do not do that. Because you were fast. But the step that gets missed for a lot of students is Mm -hmm. practicing, making an outline. We do teach them to pay attention and what could the teacher ask. But if you aren't ready with the information, you've only done half of your job. Mm -hmm. This is where even if you don't get the essay 100% right, you're going to remember the different components that you offered up for this essay in your planning. Mm -hmm. And usually you can make some, if not all of it work. We love when we get to give you guys a little something, something like this, because it's so easy and so simple and so effective. Mm -hmm. And so if you are interested in having your learners be exposed to more simple strategies that are specifically tailored for them, be sure to reach out to us. My practice is Cap Ed Therapy Group, www.capedtherapy. Steph's is My Ed Therapist, www.myedtherapist.com. On both websites, you just go ahead and sign up for a call. And we'd be happy to talk to you and figure out what the next best steps are for you, your family, and your learner. And have a great week, Smarties. Have a great week.